Uh, okay, I'm told that I'm told that Lord Sachs is with us. Um, Rabbi Sachs, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Well, it's a thrill to be talking to you, Nachum, and uh, to wish you blessing and continued success in your work. I appreciate that. Tonight, as you know, a Siyum Ashas going on in Binyanei Haoma. We know that there are many Siyumim going on around the world. Curious about your thoughts as all of these uh, completions of the Talmud are happening uh, almost simultaneously among so many thousands and thousands around the Jewish world. Listen, this is thrilling beyond thrilling. I cannot begin to tell you how significant this is. This is epoch-making. I mean, there were only a handful of people involved right at the beginning of uh, Dafiomi back in 1929. We're, we're talking about an explosion of Jewish learning, the like of which has never been seen before, even in the great days of the Tanaim and the Amoraim. And it's been made possible, really, by new information technology, by the Internet, by smartphones, by iPad. The Duff is on uh, tablets, and it's connecting people around the world. So I'm really and truly thrilled by it. Civilization began with one revolution in information technology, the inventing of writing. Judaism, monotheism, began with the second revolution, which was the alphabet. And every revolution in information technology has had positive, spiritual, transformative possibilities. And that's what we're seeing in this Siyom Hashas. It's, it's so interesting you mentioned that, especially knowing uh, how sometimes there is pushback in our community when it comes to technology and it comes to technological advances. But I guess if one has their... Um their eyes open and can see the future, then they would agree that there's tremendous potential for that technology to only enhance the study of Torah and the observance of our precious tradition. And that's something very important to keep in mind. Yeah, look, every technology from the stone axe has come with possibilities of bad and possibilities of good. Right. And what our Kaddish Baruch what Hashem is saying to us is, here's this technology that makes new things possible Use it for good, because there are plenty of people who will use it for the friends that are not good. Rabbi Sachs, I thank you for your words. And before we let you go, I must ask you about a topic that is so on the minds of those of us who are based in the New York, New Jersey area. And you've written, you've written about terrorism, you've written about people and their pursuit of violent activity when it comes to a certain belief, etc. Um, you know that there, are, uh, there is a spate of episodes now in New York and New Jersey and in the United States in general uh, which are categorized as severe anti-Semitic episodes. Um, I know that when it comes to other parts of the world, including Europe, there are countries that are used to this type of behavior and these types of, uh, of, um, of scenarios taking place. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to hear what you have to say about the fact that this has now spread to the USA and that it's such a great concern to the Jewish community. It really is a great concern, and, you know, we feel for you, and uh, we know that you feel for us in Britain, in Europe, um, The truth is that it's connected with what I was saying before. Anti-Semitism emerges when there are huge revolutions in in people's lives. In this case, the, the technological revolution. When people see the world changing faster than they can bear, some people, some very bad people ask, who is doing this to us? 
they search for a scapegoat to blame. And historically, the scapegoat to blame has always been the Jews. And that's what's happening. People of, you know, the white supremacists seeing white America going away from um, various communities who feel they haven't achieved all they ought to have achieved. They're religious extremists who feel that, um, you know, the world isn't giving them the honor they deserve. And they turn against us. So the real question is, what can we do about it? And there are really three things we have to do about it, and the American Jewish community has to do it, and it's already begun to do so. Number one, very strong form of local security. Bad people are always looking for soft targets. Every Jewish venue must be a hard target. That's the only way to stop terrible crimes like happened in Monsey, happened in Jersey City, happened in Poway, and happened in Pittsburgh. And that needs community defense, and it means government support for community defense. Second thing is we need to make friends beyond the Jewish community who will stand with us in the fight against anti-Semitism. And third, we have to tell the world that the hate that begins with Jews never ends with Jews. So anti-Semitism concerns us all. We've also seen, um, uh, I, I, I would say, a, uh, an atmosphere of anti-Semitism when it comes to certain public officials, uh, government officials, and not just where you are, but in, as you know, in the United States as well. And I wonder if there's a solution to that problem when, when people are willing as citizens to put into office those who are, uh, who are designated as such haters. People who hate Jews tend to be people who hate people, and uh, they tend to be very, very poor uh, political leaders or leaders of any kind. So uh, we have seen in Britain a whole electorate turn against somebody who happened to be, uh, happened to make his party a safe haven for anti-Semites. They didn't do so because they were fighting anti-Semitism. They did so because they could see his faults as a leader. So, you know, I think the truth is uh, we know we have enemies. We know we have enemies. But we also have very good friends. And the important thing is to cultivate those friends. And those friends will eventually be in positions of influence where they can shape public opinion so that this terrible hate that has returned can be banished forever. Amen. Rabbi Sachs, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on this eve of the Siamashas in Jerusalem. Thank you for being part of this with us. Thank you, and let's all celebrate together. Amen. Be well. Thank you very, very much. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM as we continue from the World Mizrahi headquarters in Yerushalayim as the Siamashas in Benyanei Haoma begins at 8 p.m. tonight, which means at 1 o'clock New York time, you'll be able to watch it all at Mizrahi.org slash Siam. This is JM in the AM.